I think about legacy a lot. And your standard dictionary will give you a variety of definitions, but I like to think about it as the impact that your presence, your choices, and your body of work leave on the world around you. Would you all agree? Okay, so do me a favor, make some noise if you give a damn about the legacy you leave behind. All right, I, I like when you communicate with me, this is good. And that's good, that means I'm in the right place because the world needs your story now. Now I want you to humor me for a moment and close your eyes. And I can see you, so I'll know if you close your eyes or not. So close your eyes. Now I want you to picture the stories that you are consuming on a daily basis. Whether you're getting them from social media, from your favorite news outlets, from conversations with friends and keep them closed, I can still see you. Think about those stories. The ones that frustrate you, that sadden you, that ignite you, that motivate you, from net neutrality to GDPR compliance, from food security to global poverty, from the Me Too movement to still having to build a case for why black lives and black bodies matter around the world. Hold on to those stories for just a moment. And then I want you to open your eyes. Welcome back, good to see you again. So we're living in a moment that often feels like it is laced in chaos, sometimes uncertainty, and a lot of fear. And I feel like when all of those things are at play together, they can make it really difficult to rise to the occasion, or they can be just the spark we need to rise. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna lean into what it requires of us to source those stories that we're building to share how we're building legacy or what are the things that we are dreaming up to, to lead into that legacy. And before we get into that, I wanna pose two challenges to you. Because a lot of times we're often asked, like, what do you do? Tell me about yourself. And before we can get to the root of that, we need to be able to, especially in this challenging socio-political climate, articulate our value, our worth, our purpose, and our usefulness in the world. So that's what we're gonna focus on today. But first, I wanna give you two challenges because I think at conferences, we don't often get to hear from each other, we get to hear from other people. So I'm gonna put you all to work in just a sec. I want you to find a partner. It can be the person sitting next to you, it can be the person behind you. I love how uncomfortable some of you look already, this is good. Find a partner, you are going to have 90 seconds each. So don't switch before the 90 seconds is up. In that 90 seconds, I want you to share a story about either your best concert or live music experience, an endearing or hilarious childhood memory, and hilarious is up to you to decide, or your favorite food or travel experience. You're sharing one of these three stories in 90 seconds or less. When you're done, just wait. So when you've got a minute left, I'll hold up a one. When you've got 30 seconds remaining, I'll hold up a three. And when your time has elapsed, I will hold up a nonviolent fist to let you know that your time is up, okay? So decide who's going first. Yeah, I love that. People are like, you're up, you're up first. You're first. Before you start, hold on, don't start yet. I've gotta get my timer ready, don't start yet. Don't start yet, don't start yet. All right, can my first person raise their hand? If you're going first, raise your hand. All right, your 90 seconds starts now. And time. 
and really time. All right. So that's the easy part. I see smiles, I see body language, I see people leaned in. It's fairly easy to convey a story from a memory that really resonates with you, that makes you happy. I want you to pay close attention to the way you engaged. Some of you were leaned in, some of you have never met each other. I saw heads going back from laughter. I saw connections being made, right? That's storytelling, that's narrative. We're gonna switch and do something a little different, something a little more uncomfortable. You're gonna have 60 seconds this time. And in no particular order, you're gonna share a little bit about yourself and your current pursuits. What you're most excited about in your life right now and why you decided to come to the next web this year. I know some of you are like, what the hell, 60 seconds? I know, that's why I said it's a challenge, right? So you're gonna have 60 seconds, decide who's going first. I love that no one wants to go this time, like can we get out of this challenge, right? But before you start, again, I'm gonna hold up a three when you got 30 seconds left, and again, the non-violent fist, and this time it's the story about you. First person, let me see your hand, who's up first? All right, your time starts now. Time. I love these scrunched up looks on your faces, like why is she making us do this? How many of you got it in under 60 seconds? Who needed more time? Yeah, because you're a robust story. I saw some of you are like going through it as a list, like checking these things off, but you didn't do that for the previous story. Think about that for a moment. Second person, your time starts now. And time. All right, this is the conversation that you are going to be having over and over again for the next two days. So I wanted, you to, th I wanted to throw you in the fire for it now. Now, by a show of hands, how many of you really enjoy that and every time someone asks you what you do, they get it? Two and a half hands up. Raise your hand if when you're sharing stories about yourself, it feels awkward to kind of embody the fullness of who you are in conversation. Raise your hand if that's you. Yeah, and the ones who aren't raising your hand, I know it might be you too. You're not alone. I have the same challenge uh, in the last 15 years, I've worked over 20 jobs and across seven industries before starting two businesses of my own. So I'm sure you can imagine the conversation of tell me about yourself sometimes makes, well, I don't have hair, but if I did, it would be standing up, right? I have done everything from working project management at a contracting firm to help people build dream homes. I've done radio. I've been an artist manager helping musicians embody and take control of their careers. I've traveled the country in, in the States doing a music tour, helping students align their dreams with their career paths and their educational journeys. I've worked at Trader Joe's because I love customer service and bagging groceries and it taught me how to engage with humans. I've taught entrepreneurship at colleges in the States. I've taught students of high school students to help them better articulate their ideas. And the list goes on. I've been on stages around the world, but the one thing that I realized was that there's no better time to become who you are, right? And to be able to speak about all of the things that you are, it requires that you go deep. All those quirks, all your interests, all your values, all your beliefs, that's what makes you a one of one. And that's what informs how and where you'll show up in the world. And for me, I used to be nervous about trying to juxtapose my reasoning for pivoting from industry to industry. And what I really realized that all of that time that I was spending doing that wasn't just grooming me for my purpose, but it was bringing me closer to who I was. And so 20 plus jobs and 15 years later, 
I now run a human development agency that is called Oratory Glory. And our focus is really on to help amplify marginalized voices around the world, to not just communicate their ideas, but to develop the skills to activate their full potential. And in doing that, I've worked with colleges and universities, corporate companies from developing corporate trainings to help interpersonal communication. And I'm sure if any of you work on teams, you know communication is the hardest hurdle for the work that we do. And in doing that work, working with thousands of people, no matter what industry they were in, there was one common challenge similar to you all, that talking about what they do was hard. So I crunched some of the numbers, and I learned that in the States alone, there's 53 million Americans who are independent contractors contributing over $715 billion to the economy. That number is going to double by 2020. And I noticed that 78% of those folks struggle with communication. So I figured it was a challenge worth doing something about. And for the last three years, I embarked on this learning and teaching journey to explore what does it take to make a solid introduction. And because it's not sustainable for me to travel around the world teaching that from person to person, I put it in a book. And I thought, what if there were six steps to accurate and artful self-definition? And of course, we don't have all the time today to go through all of the steps, but I want to share with you some spaces of discovery that will help you begin to dig a little deeper for yourself. This requires personal inventory. So these four spaces, background and interests, your values and beliefs, your passions and aspirations, and your skills and achievements are the four wells that we mine from when we're telling stories about ourselves. So when you're thinking about that, what do you do? Think about why do you do? And these are the places that you source from. And I've got about two and a half minutes left, so I'm going to put some questions up on the screen that will help you start to think about them. I encourage you to take a screenshot of it. But when you do that honest inventory with yourself to think about what about me and where I'm from helps inform who I am and where I'm headed, right? What piques my curiosity? How can I talk about those things in conversation? And I'll quickly pivot to values and beliefs, right? What are your core values and beliefs that you live by? Why are these things important to you? Are your current endeavors in alignment with them and how? Your passions and aspirations. What are some of your passions and dreams? How are you pursuing them now? If not, what's stopping you? And your skills and achievements. And people often don't like to talk about these in person because they feel like they're bragging. But your skills and achievements are really the proof that you've done all the things that you've been dreaming up. It's not about bragging. It's not about showing off. It's about standing in your truth and honoring that you have some bomb-ass skills to contribute to a space. So I'll put these up here for you all to take a screenshot of. And think about what it took to make, you what it took to make those things happen. That's the story of yourself. And when you combine all these discovery spaces, it allows you to step more fully into who you are. But more importantly, it allows you to connect deeper with others. Because self-actualization leads to communal actualization. And we think about who we are and who we're becoming and we stun our own growth sometimes because we forget that it's an iterative process. It is a lifelong process. If you're married and you've been married for multiple years, you know that person that you're with has changed several times. The same goes for who we are in our work. And so there's no better time than now to become who you are, to dig deeper, to make meaningful connections. And as you look around the room today, you've got hundreds of people here who you can begin to build with and grow with and I'll leave you with this final thought, that if I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. So I urge you all to lean in today, to have deeper conversations with each other, and to become who you are. Thank you.